Hey, how's it going? It's your man, Christopher the Rupal. And if you're hearing this, you're probably like, oh, wait, why is there a weird intro here? Well, uh, before Drunken Book Club became what it is now, where we get drunk, talk about kids' books, and other such things, the original Drunken Book Club was this style and format, where I used to read, like, almost, like, five books, like, three to five books in a month. And I wanted to talk about them, but I was very... What's the word? Uh, shy? Didn't think I was like smart enough to actually talk about these books without getting drunk first and having a jovial time about it. So this is where the this incarnation of Drunken Book Club is. There's about a couple handfuls of the handful uh, of these episodes. I think they're fun. I did not want to get rid of them when we became Drunken Book Club. Uh, originally speaking of which, um, so here it is enjoy and these are the new socials dbc underscore pod for the twitter account and our new patreon is patreon.com slash drunken book club think about supporting us it it may uh improve further stuff yada 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 okay uh bye I didn't see you come in. Probably because I've been drinking for this afternoon. Hello, I'm Christopher the Rupal. And welcome to Drunk Book Club, where I talk about the books I've read in the past month to mostly because, well, well let's just say, this is speaking of which, uh, Drunken Book Club Volume 1. I don't normally get to talk about books on the podcast too often. Uh, just because I don't want to bore everybody with what I've been reading, but I feel like I can bore the audience easier than everyone else in the room. So we're gonna. I, I read a lot of comics. I read a lot of books within a month. I try to. I I, I try to at least finish one book a month, uh, as of this year, really. Before I only mostly just read comics and shit, which I do, I have no problems with. I I mean I'm gonna actually talk about the comics I read this past month as well, because why not? Uh, I feel like I have a lot of recommendations, and I want to say what I like and what I don't like, and here we go. Uh, I think I'm going to start with the book I tried reading last month for most of July, which was um, Have a Nice Day, A Tale of Blood and Sweat Sucks by Mick Foley. I, you know, I got to about... Sorry, I'm still trying to get drunk. I got to about page 263. Yeah, I even have my bookmark still in there. Chapter 13... And, you know, I was really liking the down-to-earth atmosphere that he was really outputting there. Excuse me. <laughs> but, unfortunately, I did not care for the homophobic aspects. That There's a lot of homophobia in this, of just, well, I didn't want to get a boner from touching a guy's hand and stuff. And, like, there was a lot of that in there. And, oh, gosh, and just... Him talking about his dude love days back in college and stuff. Of him getting butt fucked and being kind of not liking it and shit. So unfortunately, I just couldn't get past... I, I got passed through a lot of it. But I'm not big on the... I'm not big on homophobic literature. I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't really call it homophobic literature. It, 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 how I would describe this book, Have a Nice Day... 
is it's like your drunk, not even drunk uncle, just your regular uncle, kind of talking about his heyday of doing certain things and just going on tangents, going on long tangents, by the way, of just certain things and being, you know, just chugging himself, being like, ha, those were funny days where we could get away with talking about being butt-fucked on film, and you libtards wouldn't even think twice about it. I might, I might go... I, I kept a bookmark in there because I might come back and read it and just be like, okay, first 200 pages, he was just homophobic. The next, full, how long is this book? Eight, like 800 pages. The next 600 pages aren't as bad. But I, I, I mean, at the moment, I just couldn't get through that homophobic kind of nature. And it's kind of disappointing, honestly. I wanted to really like it because I do like Mick Foley. He's a really nice guy. You know, he does a lot of charity work. Uh, he literally has a bedroom dedicated to Christmas. I mean, what kind of person could be bad when they do that? I'll tell you who. I don't know. But, you know, maybe I'll come back to this one another time and be like, Oh, you know what? It's not as bad as I thought. But we'll see. We will see. So that was the first book I tried reading this month. Uh, I followed that up with... All-American Alien Boy by Alan Steele, which is a collection of short stories by, well, Alan Steele. Uh, these are more like down-to-earth sci-fi kind of stories, and they're really freaking good. I only read about halfway through because I was kind of feeling a little drained after a couple of them. Because, you know, for me, whenever I read short story books, I have to read a couple, put it down, bring it back up another time. But the, the ones that I read, Lost in the Shopping Mall, uh, is, is just this great depiction of, like, just the cautionary tale of VR and how children can maybe be kind of lost in this kind of world. Uh, you know, we can even say this is kind of how the internet became. You know, this was written, like, 92, I think? Let me see here. Actually, 93. 93 was when this one was written. Most of them are 93 and 94 are the ones that I read. Yeah, and then Mudzilla's Last Stand is a freaking amazing story of, like, tr it's Truckosaurus. Originally was made, apparently, like, this Mudzilla was originally made by Japanese people. It, 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 it's a throwback story to, like, giant Japanese robot stories and American bullheadedness. And it is, it is definitely a story of racism, which he actually, uh, he, he does an introduction for all of them. And I tried to read the story verse and then the introduction and be like, oh, so that's what he's kind of going for. That's really neat. Uh, and I love his depiction of Mudzilla's Last Stand with the whole racism kind of thing. Hunting Wabbit. This one's a little less sci-fi comparatively. Um, it's more about kind of getting revenge on the uh, on a critic. Like the only kind of thing of sci-fi about it is the comet coming to Earth about to kill everybody and then... You know, a bunch of writers getting this revenge on this a-hole critic. I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's a really freaking good twisty-turning tale. Sorry, I just gotta have another drink. Oh, and uh, on this month, I, I'm, I'm gonna try to make this a monthly thing. Um, on this month, I made, I made a Long Island iced tea with a little bit of orange tangerine little drink mix. So it's a little orange, orange lemonade thing. Or not lemonade. <laughs> um, an orange Long Island iced tea. And when I'm finished with that, I'm going to have uh, 
a Hawaiian Punch Juicy Fruit Red. I bought this earlier today because I was like, you know what? I want to make another mixed drink. Something that I don't normally go with because I almost always go with the Long Island Iced Tea. If you've listened to the podcast, you know that my go-to drink is Long Island Iced Teas. Long time ago, they used, it used to be um, uh, White Russians. But, oh gosh, I got... I'm not burnt out on them, but... They're a little much. They can be a little much if you if you have too many of them. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to have a, a Hawaiian punch mixed with vodka later, uh, depending whenever I finish this drink. I'm not really feeling too tipsy yet, so maybe I should just finish this drink, start up on that. Because this is a... I had like half of one, then I fin- I uh, topped it off with some more Long Island iced tea mix. Yeah, I use mix. Make one to Chris for that one. Ooh. Just makes it easier. You pour that over ice. With some of your whatever you kind of want to mix with it. Oh, it's really good. Then Writers in the Sky was the last one I read of this one. So I read about half of them. And Writers in the Sky is a historical kind of retelling of Jesse James' gang. If instead of trains and riverboats, we had skyships. It's pretty freaking cool. I might finish up the... I might actually pick this one up again and read the rest of the short stories and tell you how they are on next on the next volume. <laughs> but uh, I, I strongly recommend Alan Steele's All-American Alien Boy, at least. Um, he has another book that he had that I might... I think I might actually go out and look for. I kind of... I just picked this up because it had... It had a weird title, All-American Alien Boy. That just sounds like a weird title to me. And to my girlfriend as well, Sam. Hey, I'm Sam. I'm over here. No, you're not. You're at work working for the state. Working every night at a dandy. Proud Mary, gonna set me free. Uh, but, um, I really enjoyed Alan Steele's work. He doesn't really have a presence online that I could find. I didn't really look too far. I mostly just checked Twitter, which I'm a, I prefer Twitter the most for, like, my kind of things. And he doesn't really have a presence there, so maybe he's kind of one of those authors who's just like, oh, I don't really want to talk to you guys, because, you know, you guys are all fucking weirdos. Mm-mm-mm. So that was, this, that was the second book. And then after that, I was like, what can I read next? And I picked up One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Because uh, usually whenever I buy books, I go on eBay I usually go through thrift books. You can buy like three, you buy four books, you get like 10% off your whole purchase or whoop de doo. You know, they, I, I buy a lot of books through eBay. And I also go to the local, um, if you live in Tucson or Arizona in general, you know Bookman's. It's, it's kind of like this, it's like a giant pawn shop, but mostly for books. But they have like legit almost everything. And, um, you know, I'll go and buy books through there, you know, if I find something cool. That's where I get a lot of my graphic novels, because I can find a lot of weird fucking graphic novels there. That's for sure. <sighs> that was good. One and a half of those. But, yeah, I picked up, you know, One Flew Over the Cougar's Nest along with a couple other books. I think I actually picked it up along with the the, the next book I'll read, talk about after that. But, um... One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest, yet another one I couldn't finish. I got about 60 pages in and was just fucking annoyed by the author's prose. Like, I don't know how he, why he, he talks very, look, he's trying to sound so swarmy and I'm so smart with how I write. 
Like, I always saw One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest being taught with, like, the... I remember seeing it in high school, being taught to classes. Um, the, I'm trying to remember what they were called. Like, the, the, the higher education ones or whatever. I don't know. But um, I always remember seeing them, like, freshman or sophomore year with, like, kids with that. And I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of jealous. Because I freaking love One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, the movie. It's, it's a fucking amazing movie, without a doubt. <laughs> but, um... And I looked, and, and like, I started, and like, I found it, and I was like, you know what? And I read, like, uh, I went on crack. This was actually probably where I, I was, like, the most inspired to actually go out and pick it up. Was, uh, on a cracked list, there was, like, you know, complaints of book adapt movie adaptions to books, uh, top 25 list or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I remember seeing them talking about how One Flew Over the Coos Nest, well, a good movie, was very flawed compared to the book because it didn't really look into Chief's, like, backstory and stuff like that, only kind of limiting him to the mm, juicy fruit line, you know, and, like, what little screen time he had. So that made me go, wow, you know, you... I mean, I always felt like his character, there was way more to it. Why did... Like, I felt like his actions at the end were justified, but not, like, as much as they could have been, you know? And the movie, I mean, the movie couldn't go into that. I mean, this is a 200-something-page 200 book. And unfortunately, I just, I couldn't get through it. I thought it was boring. I thought it was dull. I thought how it was written was just, like, trying to sound so smart. Like, this dude has, like, a fucking, I don't know, he, like, he feels like he's so much smarter than everyone else. He's like, oh, look at me. And then again, I'm, a, I'm not... I'm not a literary critic. I'm not even... I wouldn't even say I'm really that smart, personally. Like, I'm kind of fucking dumb in, in a lot of respects. Like, I, you know, there's certain things I'm smart about. But, like, when it comes to books, I... I mean, I try to... I try to read as many as I can and enjoy as many as I can, but, like, I still read a lot of young adult books because they, they give me a kick because I, I crack up. I think there's... It, it's like with movies. I like bad movies... Yet, I also like bad books in that sense. You know, that's why I like uh, Fear Street and, like, R.L. Stein's writing. Because they're just, it's garbage to read, but it's so good garbage. I can't help but love it. And, um, yeah, I mean, maybe that's why I didn't like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I thought it would just, maybe it just went over my head. Maybe I'm just stupid. But I just didn't like it. You know, and, 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 you know, I read Michael Crichton, and a lot of people judge people when they read Michael Crichton books. I mean, I read Jurassic Park in Congo uh, back in June. That and Jaws, you know? And I was like, oh, these were fucking good, you know? Yeah. But I was like, you know, I bet people were probably thinking this. I was like, oh, of course this dude read Jurassic Park and he loves it. He's a fucking dipshit. <laughs> um... But you know, I, I'm getting, I'm gonna get into the final book I read, the, the the actual book I finished this month, and I might get a little bit of criticism because it's like, Chris, you most, it looks like you read mostly books that are based off of movies, and I will be the first to admit, yes, I like to read books that have been adapted, but it, I don't know why. I, I, that's how I've always been. Like I've always liked book adaptions. And this one is not an exception. I've just heard this is a really good book. I'm pretty sure my older brother has read it and he loves it. Paul. Shout out to Paul. He was in an episode one time. 
Um, but The Exorcist by William Peter Blatty. Holy shit! If you if you are a fan of horror and love the Exorcist movie, pick up this book now. I'm 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 dead serious. I picked it up for like four bucks on eBay, along with One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest, which I'm actually probably gonna sell. And I absolutely adored The Exorcist. It is freaking like it. it it's not as scary as the movie. I'll say that up front, but it's unsettling. It does make you go ew. A little bit, you know? Uh, uh, before I get into The Exorcist, I'm actually going to get into my main drink. Oh, and this episode brought to you by Popov Premium Blend. Uh, why Popov? It's because Joe got it for me. Thanks, Joe. When he drank all my vodka that one time. Yeah, yeah, Joe drank all my vodka one time. It was funny. We had a good laugh. We are mixing uh, the Hawaiian Punch Fruit Punch with some vodka. Very good. It's a nice blend. Nice blend of bland and blander. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I like vodka. I like vodka with... Vodka mixes well with stuff. I like flavored vodka more, though, if when it comes down to it. Yeah, when I make my white Russians, I usually make it with uh, vanilla vodka. And um, vanilla creamer. Gives it, you know, obviously it gives it a nice vanilla kind of taste. And I call that uh, the whiter Russian. <laughs> I'm so creative. Uh, but yes, back to The Exorcist. <sighs> Just, I don't know why, but he writes people so natural, so good and clear. Like, this was a 400 and... I think it's 403 pages long. And, like, I had a hard time putting it down. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I read a lot at work... Um, when I have downtime or if I'm on break, I'll, I'll pick up a book and I'll just read a little bit, you know, I'll be like, okay, you know, um, nothing's going on right now. I'll pick up a book and I'll be like, yeah, and this is going to kind of sound weird. And maybe this is why, why, why I didn't like uh, one floor of the cuckoo's nest, but, um, I tend, I try to count how many times, or if someone has pissed or if someone takes a dump or if someone vomits in a book. Like, don't ask me why. It, it just always it's always seems to happen in books whenever I read them. And I always get a kick from it. Like, it, it, it's usually in horror and sci-fi that it happens. Depending on what kind of sci-fi or horror it is. If it's a sci-fi horror book, you'll kind of have that. Because, like, with Michael Crichton's work, the two that I did, uh, Congo and Jurassic Park, you do have piss. You, I want to say you have vomit in at least one of them. But I don't think there's shit in either of them. You know what? No, no. I think I think there is at least thrown shit in Congo. And you know, in Jaws, you do get a moment of, uh, like, three people vomiting at once going in a circle. Going, <laughs> it makes me, it cracks me up so much each time. Don't ask me why. I, I just have a fascination with it. I'm not into, like, piss or poop or vomit play. But, like, whenever I read it in a book, I always love it when it, how they describe it. Like, it's it's so poetic sometimes. Like, you have to be a poet of words. Oh, well, I mean, that's what a poet is. A poet of words. <laughs> Shut up! That's pretty good. Could use a little... A little more red. Yeah, could definitely use more red. Speaking of which, um... But The Exorcist is just beautifully done. Like, I, I don't know what I love about this book. Like, it's... I, I really get into the characters and I feel they're like kind of they're they're like 
there's their struggles. You know, Chris, the actress mother, being like, oh shit, my daughter Reagan is being, like, something's going on. I can't further my career. I, I'm feeling bad. Holy shit, what's going on, you know? And Father Kara is having a, 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 just a constant question of faith, you know? And just going through until, like, the end. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. It's such a bittersweet ending. I love it. I love horror books. I love sci-fi. So if you're going to recommend Chris a book, make sure it's a sci-fi or horror book. He kind of likes fantasy, but it's not his favorite genre for books. He prefers that in, like, role-playing. Because he's a fucking loser. But, um... I, I just... I freaking... I, I, I can't help but really like it. Um... It, it, it does have stuff in there that the book, movie obviously doesn't have. There is a whole... The, the um... The whole plot of the director of Chris's last film that she was filming in DC is either is murdered, quote unquote, when he is murdered, just so you know. <laughs> and there's a detective named Kinderman going around and questioning who killed this. And then there's also three characters inside of Chris's house, which I thought was weird that they kind of left out of the movie, but kind of understandable because like one of them, well, the two of them, were kind of tied in with the Kinderman plot is the whole um, Carl and Willie, which are the Swiss helpers. And they're kind of tied into the Kinderman plot more than anything. I mean, they don't really advance the plot that much. They advance Kinderman's kind of story of like, okay, you're now I know you're innocent, even though I know you fucking, you know, you're a fucking madman, you know? Okay, he wasn't a madman. And then um, Sharon, who was the tutor for Reagan, which I thought was kind of a weird character to kind of leave out of the movie but i mean that's me it's it's been years since i've seen exorcist last time i saw it was like in when did the when did the movie devil come out i think that was like 2010 yeah we bought tickets to devil but we went to go see the exorcist on the big screen oh my god it was so freaky on the big screen and you know what maybe maybe it's because like the book it, it, it does paint a beautiful grotesque picture for you and there's really gr like graphic things like mentioned in here like there's a lot of masturbation <laughs> i ain't gonna lie there's a lot of masturbation and the demon's just spouting put your cock inside my mouth and let me clean it for you priest Blah! you know shit like that in the book it, it really paints a gross picture but I'm just led to just remember always that with, like, when it comes to um, possessed or even demon possession or evil in novels, that um, whenever it's a girl, ew, she got gross and ew, she's masturbating, ew. That's kind of how it feels with a lot of these, or just, just with this one at least, you know? I was like, it just feels like Reagan is just going, it, it kind of feels like an allegory for puberty and not knowing how to like be in the control of your daughter's puberty <laughs> that's kind of what it feels like at first and then it's like it's like one part of that allegory and then one part crisis of faith and using and you know sometimes um sometimes faith isn't is enough to kind of get you through you know I don't know if I, if that's making any... I, th I think I'm a little drunk. I don't think I'm getting that right at all. Uh, hey, leave a comment and be like, Chris, you're fucking drunk. That's not what The Exorcist was about at all. It's about fucking... Um, d hey, don't, you don't need faith to fucking kick ass in, uh, in this.
but I strongly recommend it. Uh, there's actually a couple books recommended at the end, which I think is weird. Let me let me read the advertisement. Other worlds, other realities. In fact, in fiction, these extraordinary books bring the fascinating world of the supernatural down to earth. From ancient astronauts and black magic to witchcraft, voodoo and mysticism, these books look at other worlds and examine other realities. And these books include Power Through Witchcraft, Chariot of the Gods, A Complete Guide to the Tarot, Witchcraft and Black Magic, The Exorcist, which is what I'm holding right now, Raga 6, I don't know what that is, Gods from Outer Space, that one actually probably caught my eye a little bit, actually, a little bit, uh, Not of This World, God Drives a Flying Saucer, I want to read that one, and Limbo of the Lost, I am so interested in reading some of those, actually, I might actually go on eBay and pick some of those up, but, um, reading this makes me actually want to read the sequel book, Legion, which was adapted into The Exorcist 3, also written and directed by William Peter Blatty. Uh, for all you cult kids out there who love their horror movies, Exorcist 3 is pretty damn good. Um, probably mostly in part to uh, Brad Dourif's performance and just being a really fucking cool movie. Um, but yeah, that, that was, those were the books I read this past month, or tried to, and finished one of them. I don't know what I'm going to read for the next month, but let's get into the graphic novels I picked up, or comic books, or whatever you want to call them. Um, so, I watch I watch YouTube like a lot, of, like pretty much every American. <laughs> I watched YouTube, and there's a channel, I think it's called Cinefix, where they, they do a lot of different things. But the, the series that I like the most on there is... What's the difference? And that's also why it kind of got me back into reading books. That's actually the, the channel that got me back into reading books quite a bit, actually. And one of their more recent episodes was about The Mask. And I was like, oh, I've read The Mask, and I really fucking love it. And I was like, you know what? I've never read the sequel series, The Mask Returns and The Mask Strikes Back. And I read them both, and they're both pretty damn amazing. Um... I wish I had reread The Mask 1, but I feel like of the three, that one might be the weakest of the bunch. Uh, that might just be me. I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed the pacing of The Mask Returns. Like, it just had a really good, like, pacing between each panel and just had beautiful artwork. Beautiful, disgusting, chaotic artwork. Like, I, I freaking... I can't say this enough about The Mask. Go out and pick up uh, the three graphic novels. I, I strongly recommend them. It's it's The Mask, The Mask Returns, and The Mask Strikes Back. All three are wickedly crazy, wickedly grotesque, and just filled to the brim with gore, visceral violence. Um, if if you actually like the um, Jim Carrey movie, don't don't read this. Or, well, no, no, that's not true. I love the Jim Carrey movie. I watched it. About a year ago, when Annie visited, and we had a blast. That movie is hilarious. It's a good movie, but the the graphic novels are vastly different from the from the um, actual book. I don't know. I remember reading the original Mask and knowing it's a grim, dark, creepy book. And being like, okay, that's enough for me for today. 
And I, I, I knew that there were sequels, but I didn't know that they... There were two sequel books, though, technically. Because there's The Bass Returns, which is literally a continuation... I mean, they're all continuations. Like, a legit continuation from each other. And... I, just, I don't know. Like, I don't know what makes me like this series so much. Maybe it's just the visceralness. Maybe it's just the gore. The parody of classic cartoons. And just being so straight up about it. And being like... Hey, we're gonna be, like, okay, there's gonna be a fucking, like, safe falling on somebody's head, but they're gonna be fucking a splatter on the cement. Enjoy. <laughs> it, it blows me away, you know? It's, it's crazy to me that, that, uh, that these books were, were adapted for fuck's sakes. Like, that blows me away that someone went... Oh, I'm going to adapt. I'm going to adapt the the mask into just a silly comedy. Like, okay, what year did the mask come out? Let me let me look that up real quick. I apologize, future Chris. I'm going to be looking up stupid stuff like this. Okay, it came out in '94. So, did the mask returns come out around that time? Okay, so first edition came out in '94. The mask returns. So, the original graphic novel came out. Before it, and then this one maybe alongside, or maybe around the same time. Maybe they're like, we can continue it. Really, I recommend them all. Like if if you're into, if you if you're into '90s comics that are just over the top, wild, crazy, just dark in tone. Also, I strongly recommend all three of the Mask books. Um, that's just me though. That is just me. I mean, I can't, I can't speak for other people. You know, other people might be disgusted by the filth and stuff that are inside these books. I mean, look at this page I just opened up to. He got stabbed in, in the, in, from behind with two katana swords while saying, Big girls don't cry, yay, yay. I mean, what kind of filth is this? It's best that the children are reading and enjoying reading. Children shouldn't enjoy reading ever. They shouldn't. They just can't. They just can't and they shouldn't. They just can't, they shouldn't, and they wouldn't. Because kids don't read. They fucking fart. <laughs> and that is a scene from my next play called um children shouldn't be reading <laughs> you know i just realized that now these are not all the books i read that i am missing one book from my set um i also actually i've read two books hold on give me one second yeah i'm kind of a fucker to myself because i forgot to clap and say hey chris don't don't forget to clap you know I read two books by Junji Ito, which is a, he's a manga writer slash artist. I, I mean, I guess you could just say writer artist, but I don't know. I don't know, do most manga people just refer to themselves as artists or writers? Write a comment and let me know, because I actually don't know. But I read two of his books. I read it. I read uh, Uzumaki, uh, which translates to spirals, spiral. <laughs> 
I, I bought the compend, uh, compendium? No, um, I don't know what, to, the, the full collection. But I bought the, I, I guess it's called the Deluxe Edition, if I remember correctly, of Uzumaki. And if you've never read Uzumaki or any of Junji Ito's work, just type in his name in, uh, what, what, what am I talking about? Google? Google search Junji Ito? And you'll kind of be like, oh, I've seen these kind of images before. Like, they're freaky-ass shit. Like, if you're someone who, who follows follows my stuff, I usually like to, I like to retweet and like a lot of people's work. And, um, yeah, without a doubt, uh, Junji Ito is uh, one of my favorites. And, well, he's actually become my favorite. One of my favorite. He's probably my favorite horror manga person because i've never read any other horror mangas hey recommend in, in the comments recommend me some horror mangas because i am very interested i guess triple x holic isn't that one um isn't that a horror manga i don't know sam's got it i might read that we'll see but i read two of his books i read uzumaki which is about a town where people are very fascinated with spirals and it, it soon declines into the destruction and just, just it's a crazy fucking story i don't want to give away a lot but um if you like if you don't like snails i don't recommend it if you don't like body horror i don't recommend it let's just say it's one of the most horrifying like just how beautifully he draws like gross disgusting freaks I guess freaks is the right word. I don't know if it's the right word or not. But he draws just disgusting things so beautifully. Like, I don't know how he does it. It's it's really, really just like a, 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 a like, um, it, it's really a testament to how beautifully, like, disgusting and visceral a lot of the stuff he draws. And I strongly recommend the work of Uzumaki. If you're a fan of horror... And you're kind of like, you know what, I, I don't know really where to start with horror manga. I feel like Uzumaki is a good jumping point for anything by Junji Ito. Except for this next book I, I, I read. Because uh, this, this one's not really scary. It's not really... It's a really short one. It is. I mean, it's really nice. It's really cute. And um, I do recommend it. But um, definitely not... If you're a fan of horror, you might not like this one as much. I mean, you might love it because it's about cats. But it's called Junji Ito's Cat Diary, Yan and Moo. Which is about him, you know, getting starting to live with his uh, wife. And being introduced to his, his wife's cat. With quite the uh, interesting... The haunting face, apparently. Which, I mean, if you look at him, he does not have... A, they actually do have actual pictures of the cat. He does not have a haunted face, but he does have a skeleton, like, the the out, outline of a skeleton, like, you know, like, the um, indentation on a skull, um, when you have no eyes, the nose, and, like, the mouth? That is on his back, which is pretty fucking cool, actually, for a cat. If I had a cat named that, I would have named him... Bony. No. Mr. Mostly Mittens. But yes, you know what? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. You know, if I had to recommend two of uh, Junji Ito's books, uh, mangas, for all those all those cool people who are like, uh, just call it manga, already, Chris. 
I will not. And I am on my... I gotta finish up this whole one punch, so I gotta add a little vodka to it. It's, it's like a shot, I hope. I'm pretty drunk now, so that's why I'm kind of like flip floppy on everything. This is gonna be a pretty short episode because I'm, I'm I'm near I'm pretty much done with all my books that I've read for the month. But uh, wait, I'm not even I haven't even really talked about um, uh, Yan and Mu. It's it's just a cute story about you know Junji Ito learning how to live with cats with his wife, and it's just a cute little diary series. I recommend it to anyone who just loves cats or even if someone who's like if you're questioning about wanting to move in with somebody with cats um this this would be very uh I, I would say this is very um what's the word i'm looking for very very on the nose of how it feels because in, in the early um, one of the first pages she's like she asks oh would you say you're more of a cat or a dog person? And I think he answers, I'm like a fish person or something. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta look it up real quick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, why, that's a sudden question. He, well if I had to choose, I'd say I'm a hamster person. And he's like, no, I'm actually more of a dog person in his mind, you know, he just wanna admit that to her. And, you know, he ends, he ends up Cats, you know, two two new cats, Yawn and Moo. It's a cute story. I, I recommend it to any. If you like Junji Ito's work, and kind of want something a little more down to earth, a little more more silly. Silly is for sure one of the things I would say about this. This book had me and uh, Sam just cracking up. Like it is such a funny and cute little story. And I recommend Yan and Moo. I also recommend um, Uzumaki. And I recommend The Exorcist. And I recommend The Mask Trilogy. So that's that's volume one of Drunk Book Club starring Christopher the Rupal. Hey, if you like what you heard, please. I, I'm really curious to know. In the comments, just let me know. Hey, I really liked it. I'd like to hear more. Or uh, maybe you have like... Maybe you don't want to admit you liked it, but you have book recommendations. Write a comment in the SoundCloud one. I, I post this on SoundCloud and iTunes. I post this on SoundCloud and iTunes. So, I mean, I really like the feedback that we get. I like to read it. I, I read it even though people probably are like, Well, he's not a comment back. Oh, he's so fucking scared. He's a fucking pussy. Yes, I am. But you know what? Your mom's a bigger one. That was strong. I put too much vodka with that one. But yes, 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 yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, but no, or even if you don't want to comment on uh, SoundCloud or iTunes, hey, do make sure to hit the like, the subscribe, the heart. You know, just, just, it really does help people find us if you leave a five-star review on Amazon, or on Amazon. <laughs> on iTunes it, it just helps people find us and helps the podcast grow you know I'm, I'm seeing new and new people every week and it has me excited it has me excited to see if we if if we get a bigger audience it makes me happy I don't know that's just me uh, we've been doing this for a hundred something episodes and it just makes me happy to see whenever people are like whenever I see people from across the country like 
just just today when I was editing, I like to go whenever I'm editing a podcast. I always edit on Thursdays, and this is actually today. I'm edi- I'm I'm recording this on Thursday for Friday because unfortunately we can't meet up tomorrow like normal. We usually meet up on Fridays and record, and it usually takes me until uh, Thursday to finally get my get off my ass to finally edit because I have a full time job, and you know I I usually. I look at uh, SoundCloud two times. I look at it on Thursday and Friday. And I, I always get the greatest joy whenever I see people not from Tucson, Arizona, listening to our podcast. And right now, the number one pers- people or person who's li- listening to our uh, on, on, on SoundCloud is from Washington. And I just want to say, what's up? Thank you. Are you my cousin? Like, legit. Aunt Paula, did you tell them to go find me and go and go be like, hey, go listen to Chris. He's got his podcast. She's the nicest woman if you are. You really are. You are too kind sometimes. I wish I could be a vegetarian like you. I really do. But damn it, do I love buffalo wings. That and I'm cheap. Ugh. Thank, um, but yeah, if you like what you heard, follow me on that, at, at the underscore Rupal on Instagram, Twitter, I'm more prevalent on Twitter, I try to post at least two times on Instagram a week, depending on how I feel, it's usually just once for the podcast on there, on Twitter, I'm almost always retweeting or liking stuff so people can see stuff, um, I want to see more people following me on Twitter. I do tend to follow back if I like the stuff you are posting. So do remember that. <laughs> um, oh, hey, recommend your books on the... Tw- on, hey, follow me on Twitter. Or if you're already following me on Twitter, hey, write a comment. Tell me something to read. Whether it's a comic book, a manga, a graphic novel, or just a regular old fucking book. Because I'm literate. I like to read, obviously. This has been Rupal's Book Club Volume 1. Drunk Book Club. Thank you very much. You know, hopefully there's a Volume 2. I'm going to be sad if this is bad. But I think I had a pretty good conversation with myself. I tend to think I have good conversations with myself. Um, I still have no clue what I'm going to read for next month's books. But, you know... Que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be, the future is ours to see, que sera. I'm gonna go fucking lop my dick off after that one.